All right, welcome back, folks. Apologies, I have not gotten an episode out in a minute. Uh, schedule has just been a little bit crazy, trying to find time to get this through. So we have two Bachelorette episodes to recap, which is fine because really... Uh, I think that these episodes can be recapped together anyways. I think it's a, a little bit like episode four in itself was uh, crazy from like the perspective of like watching The Bachelorette, but it uh, also was pretty much like n- not anything of substance. So let's get right on into it, huh? So episode four, we're still with Claire, right? She is, like, right off the bat, just obsessing over Dale. What else is new, right? It's just Dale, 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 Dale. So uh, Chris sits her down, and Chris is, like, because Chris is not an idiot here, right? Chris is, like, seeing this happening, and he's just, like, this is making for terrible content at this point. Like, because now it's clear that the guys all know. So the guys all know, which means that this is just really, really bad. So Chris is, like... You know, we, we've just got to try and figure out, like, so he sits her down, he's talking to her, like, hey, you know, what's what's going on? Um, And so then she's, like, she kind of just, like, makes up a lot of this bullshit, right? Like, she, and this is, like, again, why it was upsetting that she, like, sent, what was his name, Brendan home about, like, how, like, he was initially attracted to her because of how she looks. Like, this is all based on the fact, right? And, well, and... I, I should preface this because perhaps not, um, if they're to be believed. But, well, I guess if they're not to be believed, I should say. But this is all prefaced on, like, he walked out of that limo and she just started jizzing her pants because she thought he was so hot. And then she's, like, and then she's making up the narrative around him. And I think we've all probably done this in our lives, like, when it comes to dating. Like, you see someone who's, like, really attractive and then, like, you just try and force all the puzzle pieces to fit together to like make you like to basically to convince yourself that this person is like actually worth pursuing when like in reality, all it really is, is that they're very attractive. Uh, Cause like, you know, she goes, I'm just really interested in what he likes and what he talks about. Like, I, I mean, I get that there's stuff that doesn't come on the show, right? The producers can make this, but like not a, not a single conversation on the show had any substance to it with Dale and Claire. Like, sure, maybe something happened off camera, but you're telling me that, like, in all the interactions that Dale and Claire have had on the show, not not a single one had anything worth pointing out? I, I mean, th- that to me looks like, okay, Claire just thinks Dale is attractive, and she's just making shit up. Like, oh, I'm just really into, like, what he's into, you know? Like... It's, it's like, it's such a lie, right? So then, well, it, it's either a lie or this is where they're lying, right? So Chris points out and he's just like, hey, so, because this is weird. This is like really weird. And Chris is like, did you guys talk before the show? Like, because there's been rumors out there that they were DMing before the show and whatever. And she throws her father's grave out there, right? She So like that everyone can get off the trail. Oh, my, you know, my dead dad, I on, on his grave, I swear I didn't talk to him. And it's like, uh, you know, because now, right, you're the asshole if you accuse her of, you know, crossing her father's grave, I guess. Like, which basically allows you to just, you know. Uh, be be like oh yeah no no like you can't now like you're too much of an asshole to even suggest it because she threw her dead dad out there that it's like okay like fuck but i don't i i'm gonna be honest i don't believe her there's just simply no way that they did not talk before this because and and like she even talks about how like she stalked him on instagram on like mother's day and he is like talking about like his mom passing and like and it's like, I get how that becomes like a very real connection point for her and, and for them, uh, again, going to point out that never did they talk about that on, uh, at least on camera. <laughs> what? So she's like, she's stalking him on Instagram prior to the show. So she's already created this Prince Charming in her head before he steps out of that limo. Now they claim they did not talk on it. On, you know, any DMs or texting or anything, uh, 
And like later on in episode five, Dale's like, oh, I didn't even get her number until after we were engaged or something like that. And it was like, I, I mean, well, yeah, obviously none of you guys have your fucking phones when you're on the show. So like, that doesn't mean anything. It's yeah, I, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a second. I really don't. So then like this is again Claire creating the narrative of Dale like for her own sort of self-fulfillment she just starts hitting home this like point of like saying like he continually shows up for me he continually shows up for me like they he showed up once and if we're being honest a producer definitely fucking smacked him on the ass and was like hey yo you got to get in there champ all right like come on this is the big play you we need you we need you out there on the field, right? Like this, that scene when after Yosef is like, you're not fit to have my babies, blah, 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 right? Like he, where the way he comes out to like be there for her, it's so obvious. Like someone was just like, hey, come on. Hey, you gotta, you gotta get out there now. Come on. Um, and so she does this, like he just continually showed up for me. He's continued like, it, it and Claire kind of keeps harping on this like all I want is a man who shows up for me and that's what it, like it's like Claire like you're I I mean at this point like I, I just gotta say right like you're an idiot it's is very much like if she thinks like she's convincing anybody of of this sort of thing like this narrative like he continually shows up for me I'm like you're again this comes back to like the. I think at at 39 years old, this is an indictment on her more than, like, anybody else of, like, if you're 39 years old and you're telling me you really couldn't find, like, a guy who shows up for you, quote unquote, like, I I think at 39 years old, it's we're allowed to question your taste in men because, like, I I just simply don't believe, like, that you could actually date for that long and end up in a situation where somehow you didn't meet a decent guy. Like, it's just statistically impossible. Like, so, I I mean, if anything, right, like, it, like as far as we can tell, Blake Moynes has shown up more for Claire than Dale has. So this is, again, Claire's creating the narrative around the person that she wants so that she can continue to convince herself how much she wants him. So, uh, the... Like now, right? The guy, the guys, like it kind of comes cuts back to the guys, and like the guys are clearly like, yeah, this is fucked. Like this is bullshit. Not down with it. Uh, It's clear, like she's going so heavy after Dale, and then Chris pops in on them while they're all like kind of hanging out, whatever. And he's just like, uh, so there's not gonna be a cocktail party. And it's like, Jesus, here we go, and no rose ceremony. Right. And it's like, whoa, you know, and then on top of that, he's like, he, he's like, hey, Dale, you know, come, come over, step aside with me. So you're just like, oh boy. Like, I, I mean, this was like good on like Chris and the producers to just accelerate this. So like, they're like, Claire wants to spend the night with you, blah, blah, blah. Like, so Dale's like, you can tell like Dale's kind of got this look of like deer in a headlight. So he's like, whoa, fuck. Like, this is kind of getting a little crazy, right? Because, this is the thing, too, is, like, Dale is not, is very clearly not on Claire's level with this whole thing, right? Like, Claire, like Claire is, I mean, a, an actual 15-year-old, like, looking at a movie poster. And Dale is like, hey, I'm into you, you're obviously very attractive, like, it seems like we have some points of connection, and... She's like, I want to marry this man right now. So he is like, you can just tell, like, the look on his face is just that of like, fuck, this is moving like really fast. And I don't think that the, and, and there's a lot of theories out there too, by the way, that Dale was, uh, uh I'm, I'm going to use, you know, the, the classic line from the Bachelor Nation, uh, or the, the Bachelor shows is not there for the right reasons, right? There's, there's a lot of evidence that suggests that Dale's whole point of being on the show was to cultivate an image to help make him more popular so that, like, he could basically just be uh, famous 
as a tangential, you know, from being tangential to the Bachelor uh, show and therefore, you know, be able to kind of be set for life. And and the evidence does seem to kind of suggest that based on like, uh, I, I guess he had actually been hanging out with uh, some of the guy like Mike Johnson and stuff like that. Some of the some of the guys from previous Bachelor and uh, Bachelorette uh, shows and that like I, I guess like he's been doing some like modeling stuff like that that kind of suggested like this guy's like I, I think he was doing some modeling stuff like before the show and and so it, it kind of sounds like right that this was a lot of like trying to get uh Try, trying to get a little bit of clout, right? And that he needed to kind of show this good guy image. He needed to kind of make a splash on the show. And, you know, he'd, you know, kind of make a good stretch and then maybe kind of see himself out the door type of thing. But Claire just, like, latched, like, just fucking claw grip. And so, um, anyways, right? So now Dale and Claire, like, actually are going to have, like, a substantial date, I guess, right? So, they're, they, you know, he goes over to her place and they are having their dinner date, and you're kind of like, well, finally, they're going to do something. Then, like, it's just very awkward. Dale continues, you know, not to say anything of substance. Claire talks about how her parents got engaged after three weeks and married after three months, which maybe explains a little bit why she feels okay with this, like, trajectory that she seems to be on with Dale, where, like, she doesn't see this as, like, moving fast or, like, maybe... I, I mean, I get to, right, like... In case any of us forgot, she's 39 years old. And so I, I get that, like, to a certain degree, like, she feels uh, a lot of pressure, you know, on the clock. Like, her shot clock's kind of running down a little bit here. And then at, at this point, though, Dale actually tells what was a really charming story about how, how his parents uh, met. About how his dad was, like, coaching, or his mom was in basketball, and his dad was like somehow like was out of state at some sort of basketball thing and meets his mom and then like he has to go back to South Dakota and he was like so you know infatuated by by her that like he with like very little money like kind of scraped enough enough money together to go get on a bus and go back and see her and it's like it's a very sweet story it's actually very romantic and and like and the way that Dale talks about his parents and the way you can kind of see in his mannerisms and whatnot, like, you can tell, like, that his they mean a lot to him, or his mother meant a lot to him, and his, his father means a lot to him, and that, you know, that he is family-oriented, and it was actually, like, a very good look for Dale. Like, it did make him look like a very, uh, gen, you know, sincere person. And for, like, the first time on the show, like, there was actually something where you're like, oh, this is an actual human being, not a fucking robot. And so... She just, and and then she just, like, basically tells him, uh, you know, that she's in love with him, right? We're, we're three episodes, you know, or whatever, like, we're, whatever, three episodes in, basically, and so it's just like, um, it, you know, it, it, it's just very surprising, I, I guess. You're just sort of like, I, I don't, uh, or, or um, you know, four episodes in, I guess, right? Yeah, not three episodes. Four four episodes in. But, it, it, I mean, basically three episodes in, right? Like, because the first episode is largely just, like, they meet. Like, so it's, like, three episodes of, like, them actually being able to have substantial. And, and so, like, the the one thing is, like, the rumor is, and it's always really hard to tell on the timelines on this, but the rumor is, is that they have been filming for two weeks at this point, right? So she's like, after two weeks, she's like, I'm in love with you, right? And he is sort of like, ah, uh, you know, damn, that's crazy. You can see it on his face. He's just like, holy shit. I, I think that was the moment, really, where he kind of saw it and was like, yikes, this is moving a lot faster than I would have liked. Yeah. <laughs> so... Then, like, of course, like, they definitely fuck, right? Like, all of a sudden, like, it cuts to, and, like, they're in bed with no clothes on, or it looks like no clothes on. Her dogs are watching. Their their dogs are just like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know why you made us stay here for this. This is very weird. And then, and then, like, 
Dale rolls out of bed and he's wearing dress shorts, and I'm like, who the fuck is like, like wearing dress shorts in bed, right? Like, there's no way. Like, stop it. Like, they just had it cut so he could put his pants back on and then um, make sure that you know, you know, like whatever, like that uh, he wasn't walking around with his dick out or whatever. And then, like, this is where it, it kind of got weird to me, and maybe this was a moment of like forgetting the cameras are there. Because I, I don't think this was produced. Like, I because at this point, I think the producers are really not happy with Claire, and so I don't think that they would like be offering this as like a, a way for them to kind of have this discussion to try and cl- like make some sort of attempt to clear the air, right? But they just randomly start talking about how like they definitely didn't talk prior to the show for like no like no explainable reason they just are starting to have this conversation and i don't believe the producers told them to have the conversation cuz like i said i think the producers hate claire because why wouldn't you like if i was a, like a producer i would be like this fucking bitch needs to get off the show like she is driving me insane like if you're trying to be a producer right now like this, like you're already right trying to produce the show in a pandemic and then you've got Claire, who literally could not, in any conceivable way, make the show harder than she has, right? Like, there's just simply nothing more she could do to make this harder on the producers. So, yeah, I, if I was the producers, I'd be like, fuck this, all right? Like, so, the like, she then, like, the, you know, at this point, right, Dale spends the night, obviously, so... Uh, the guys are all back at the place just kind of like, oh, well, fuck, you know, like, because at first it was like, Blake Moynes has this weird, like, delusion about, like, what's going on. I, I'm very confused about, like, what his whole kind of deal is. But so Blake Moynes is like, oh, you know, he's not going to spend the night, blah, blah. Like, he, he's so delusional on this whole thing. It's actually pretty crazy. But, you know, so they're all sort of like, Oh, you're not going to spend the night. And then, so then he does. And then, like, they all are like, oh, you know, we all know what that means, right? Like, the, you know, we're all adults here. All right. Claire's 39. This, this, she's been obsessed with Dale from the beginning. Like, they fucked. <laughs> you know, like, they're all having the moment of, like, oh, God damn it. They fucked. This is over. This is over. And so, uh, she comes to address the guys and, she just basically shows up and is like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving with Dale. Don't care. You guys all suck. And, and like, I just feel bad for the guys because, like, obviously, right, there's kind of like a, a shitty situation in, in general, right? The They're in the pandemic. So, like, getting onto the show is hard. They get here. They have to go through the whole process of getting on the show. They're hyped up about Claire. They're really excited. And... Uh, Claire from day one gave them zero chance. Like, Claire had absolutely zero interest in all of these guys, which made it, like, has made it really hard to figure out, like, who these guys are. Like, I feel like I know nobody. I, like, I, I saw at one point, like, somewhere in the background, like, Ed's face popped up, and I was like, who the, f-? like, did that guy literally just walk in off the street? Can, like, where are the coronavirus protocols going on right now? Like, this man clearly just walked in off the street. He cannot possibly have been here the whole time. So, like, I, I'm just like, I don't know anybody other than, like, Jason, Blake, Moines, and Dale. Like, that's it. Like, I, otherwise, like, I, I feel like n- nobody else on the show I've had any opportunity to meet. I don't know anybody's names because I can't fucking, like, literally... Claire has given nobody a, a remote chance... And so she's like, you know, she's just like, yeah, so it's going to be Dale. And you can see Jason's like devastated. I I mean, like Jason, I I, I feel for him a lot because he's got to be like, I I mean, I think that they clearly had the most like emotionally deep conversation out of all of them. Like they went fairly deep as far as like first dates go. I know like that his whole thing, like at least he's sort of like, I have demons and it's that my parents, you know, probably don't actually love each other. And like, that's obviously a very difficult thing to go like grow up under those circumstances. But like, you know, it, it seemed like there was a lot of drama surrounding it, but he didn't really 
give much more details than just like that his parents don't love each other and like that you know whatever but still like for him to kind of open up like that is if if it's something that he is not used to doing right and and that we have all these indications that like he this is very uncomfortable for him to be open like that so the fact that he does it is like shows a lot of growth for him and like a lot of trust for her and she just kind of like you know was like "I, i don't actually give a fuck so she you know it and and by the way she shows up to tell them that it's dale and she's leaving and does not give back any of the fucking gifts from that date, right? Like, where's Riley's fucking baseball or fucking Ivan's chess piece or whoever the fuck gave her a t-shirt? Um, so it's like, she, yeah, she just sucks on, like, every level. And, like, I feel really bad for these guys that, like, literally they just had z- absolutely zero opportunity to, like, ever even try to, like, make things work. And, like... And it's just, like, it really sucks, like, from, like, watching it with, like, the dramatic irony of kind of knowing what's going on and, like, that you're kind of seeing, like, how it starts off with these guys obviously having no idea that Claire has never had, from the get-go, had zero interest in any of these guys. And then for them to, like, kind of sudden, you know, slowly have more and more of a realization, like, they're just getting played for this, like, this whole time. And it it was... (laughs) Kenny like comes out like from you know the woodwork and he's just like you should apologize that like to the group for this and he just absolutely nailed her because he was like it was it was obvious from night one like you didn't give a fuck like and she's like and she's kind of taken aback, and she's like, well, I'll apologize if I've wasted your time, but I'm not going to apologize for falling in love, and blah, blah, blah. It's such a fucking bullshit answer, because, like, she's trying to just take the position that's, like, an unassailable position, right? Because, obviously, everybody in the world agrees with, like, you don't need to apologize for falling in love. Like, if you really love Dale, like, that's awesome, like, yeah, that's good for you. You're not, they're not asking you to apologize for that. So don't pretend like that's what he's asking you to apologize for. He's telling you to apologize because you completely wasted all their fucking time. Like you should have at that point just like told the show you're backing off because you're going to date Dale from the get go. Like not even go, not even get the show started. Like because it was so, like it was so ridiculous. Like, and we saw this from night one. Like she, he literally walks out of the window and she's like, "That's my husband." Like, so what are we even doing? You know, like <laughs> what what are we even doing at that point? Like, because it it was a total waste of time. It it, it was a it, she completely jerked them around. And so, like, I agree. Like, I, I I liked that he just drilled her on it and was just like, "Yeah, you should apologize to us because you're a fucking asshole." And like. This idea of like, well, well, I found love and that's the point of the show. And it's like, yes, it is. Um, And we can all be happy for you for finding love while also agreeing that the way in which you ended up finding love was you were a complete fucking asshole to everybody else. So like those two things can be true at the same time. Like it's it's not like uh, I I mean, there's plenty of stories out there, right, where people, you know, two people find love in under circumstances that end up burning other people's relationships, you know, like. So, like, I don't I don't understand, like, I I get like finding love is a great thing. And like, there's a lot of positivity in that, but it does not always come out of, you know, it does not always create positive circumstances for the people surrounding the love that occurs, right? Like. So I, I don't understand this idea of like trying to hide behind like, well, like, you know, I'm just here to find love. And it's just like, yeah, it's like you could have. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's, you know, a lot of ways of doing that without, you know, just kind of being an asshole to everybody else. But and that's it, neither here nor there at this point. Right. I mean, she is who she is. And that's that. So. But then, like, she's, like, you know, she's kind of crying, like, oh, you know, that I've found love, and, and, blah, blah, and, and, like, she's, and she's so, she's, like, this is just so hard for me, and it's, like, oh, my God, like, the drama behind, like, her saying how hard this is for her is so laughable, and, like, 
And then all these other guys just start fucking simping for her. Like, they're just like, oh my god, you know, like, oh, we're so, we're here for you, and we're so happy for you, and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's like, yo, ship sailed. Don't, you don't need to do this anymore. Like, <laughs> like, she was not a good person to you. You don't have to be a good person to her. Like, you don't, like, she is, like, she just came in here and, like, and basically told you we that she's been giving you the rope-a-dope for the past two weeks. And now she's actually manipulated you into feeling like you need to make her feel better about herself because how bad it, you know, how hard it is for her to tell you that she gave you the rope-a-dope. Like, Jesus. It's, it's laughable, really. Like, these guys are... I, I was like, oh, come on, guys. Like, you don't you don't have to be simps here. Like, it's fine. Like, I, I, and I, I just, I feel like when I was watching it and, like, she's like, it's so hard. I'm just like, I, does anybody actually have sympathy for her? Like, does anyone actually feel bad for her? Like, in, in any way at all? Like, I, I don't. I, I was like, I don't, I don't feel bad for you. Like, what do you mean this is hard for you? Like, this is all circumstances of your own creation. Like, I, I don't, I don't. How am I supposed to be sympathetic to that? So she, you know, these guys just start, like, after, like, she walks out afterwards, right? And she's crying, you know, the producers, ah, I'm just so blah, 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 I'm so sad, blah, blah. Like, um, oh, and by the way, I, like, I, I've, I forgot I wrote this note down earlier. So, like, after, like, Dale and, like, her kind of had their, like, night or whatever, and, like, they, he has sort of, like, the one-on-one -on -one interview with the producers, and he says, like, there's still a lot of time in this process. I fucking burst out laughing. Uh, I mean, again, right, I, I've harped on this a million times. We have the dramatic irony of knowing, like, this is ending early and, like, that this is how this is going to go. But it, I think that that only fuels the fire of, like, Dale <laughs> 100% is not into Claire the same way Claire's into Dale. And that Dale hat was like, let's, please, like, let's, get this to ride out and maybe get her to like not feel so into me and like so that I can kind of fade into the shadows later on and just be the good guy who rides off into the sunset because like it's almost like actually you know what it is it's I think Dale wants to be Tyler Cameron I I think that's what it is because look Tyler Cameron came out under the best possible circumstances right like I, I mean uh, other than, like, uh, I I genuinely believe that he was in love with Hannah and that, like, he wanted to be with her. But, like, think about, like, these, the, like, the, the circumstances surrounding Tyler Cameron. I, I mean, well, I guess also that he was the one who didn't get to bang her. But, like, he looks like the, like, first of all, I mean, all indications would lead me to believe that he is actually a good person, right? Like, in... At least from everything I've seen, like, since The Bachelor, uh, since The Bachelorette, like, him on social media and whatnot, like, his interactions with uh, the Chicks in the Office girls, like, he seems like a really fun, like, nice, like, good person. So, but prior to kind of getting to know him more, right, so, like, while we're still in The Bachelorette, you know, he gets, he's on the show for a long time, he has a great relationship with Hannah, like, everybody loves him. Like, he just comes off very genuine, very nice, very, like, just positive in, like, every aspect in a way that feels very, like, real. And so he doesn't end up with Hannah. So, which is, like, good because he doesn't end up with Hannah so that everyone can be disappointed that he didn't end up with her and feel, like, like, feel bad for him because they had a great relationship and everyone felt like it should have worked out for him. And instead, Hannah goes with Jed, who obviously we we all know how that kind of rolls out. So Tyler Cameron gets to ride off into the sunset as the good guy, which is so good for, like, his image, right? As far as, like, being, being able to sort of profit off of being on the show, like, Tyler Cameron, what absolutely had the perfect circumstances occur as far as being a, a contestant on The Bachelorette, to then profit off of that, like, by being famous and whatnot. Like, look, he doesn't even have to go back on, he doesn't have to be The Bachelor, he doesn't have to go on Bachelor in Paradise, like, he 
at one point, like I think was dating Bella Hadid. Like he has reached the pinnacle of exactly how you like actually monetize coming off of the show it in, in such a tremendous way. And so I think that Dale was like going for that same model of like, let me be Tyler Cameron where like, I'm this, I'm this very obvious love interest and I'm this great person and everybody loves me and it doesn't work out, but I get to go home as the good guy because it didn't work out because of her, not because of me. And so <laughs> like, I just, I was just dying laughing when he's like, there's still a lot of time in this process. It's like, oof, oof, no, <laughs> no, there is not. And so, but anyway, so we get back, like Claire gets off of her soapbox telling everybody how hard it is that, you know, to tell them that, you know, she was an asshole. And so these guys just start ripping her apart, like at, in, as they're kind of having their private conversation amongst themselves. And like, again, with good reason. <laughs> and like, it's just like, again, like Blake Moynes is like, you know, love him or hate him, whatever. Like the man, like, the man has shown much more commitment than anybody. And as far as like showing up for her goes, like he's like, he's like before the show, like I, I found out that like her mom has Alzheimer's. And so he buys a book on dementia and Alzheimer's and reads it prior to going on the show so that he can like connect with her on that and like, and like be educated on that to be like a better partner to her. Like that is like peak. Of, like, what you want, right? Like, as far as, like, the, it shows up for me, like, that I don't, I don't see how, like, that could have, that is such a genuinely good thing to do. Like, to try and, like, you know, actually be there for someone in a substantial way. That this dude, like, goes to get a book on dementia and Alzheimer's so that he can make sure that he understands Claire's situation with her mom. It, like, it, so, and it's just like, what? And, and like, this guy just basically never got any real chance. Like, and it's, yeah, it, it, it really is like, it, it, it's actually quite mind blowing, to be honest. So, these, like, all these guys are just like, now, cause they're like, well, now what, right? Like, do we just like go home? Like, we just done with this? And, It's yeah, it, I I would be in shock if, if I were them, too, because it's like it's sort of like you're not in shock because of like how it's like, oh, wow, shot, you know, big shock. It's Dale. But it's sort of like, you know, we've been here for like two weeks. So like there's supposed to be like a lot left to the show. Like now what? But anyways, right. It kind of cuts back again with like Claire, like gushing over Dale. And it's just I just had it in my notes again that it's just like, I just don't understand how you get to 39 and like, this is, and then it's like, oh my God, you know, like I've just never had a guy show up for me. It's, I just don't believe it. Um, So, okay. That's episode four. Let's move on. Episode five, right? We're here. And like, at, you know, at the end of episode four, we get the teaser, we get Tasha's titties out there. Like, she is like literally i mean like they they tease it like she's coming out of this water and you're just like holy fuck like what you know like because we all knew it was taisha but like jesus like they made sure you knew it was taisha at the end of that episode like that's for sure like there there was no there was no questions about it about who that was so so i i mean i think there's a lot of hype for episode five because you're you like i mean I guess at least for me in Colton season, I loved Tasha. Like I thought she was like the sweetest person. Like I thought that she was ha- had like the most sort of like bubbly and exciting personality. Where like she feels like it. She like at a personality level like really glows. Like she just seems and, and like I loved her on Bachelor in Paradise with John Paul Jones. Like I just feel like she's so like very lighthearted and just fun and genuine. And I, I just think like, so for her to like be coming on the show, just in general, beyond the fact that she's unbelievably beautiful, like, 
is just like wow like we're gonna have someone who's like like this is like this kind of comes back to the thing i was talking about before about like how everybody liked pilot pete on hannah's season but like he was never gonna be a good bachelor like this was not like there was just simply no world in which he was gonna be a good bachelor because he just he doesn't have the personality to drive the show this is the exact opposite right it in that we loved Tasha on on um the on the bachelor on Colton season and like afterwards it's like you knew like Tasha could drive the show because like she just has such a good personality for it like she can she can be so engaging in a way that like is what you have to be to be the you know to be the bachelor or the bachelorette like so episode 5 starts these guys are kind of like all like oh you know what the fuck and Tasha walks in the door and like you just see it on these guys like the, the on these guys faces like some of them are like oh my god I actually just upgraded <laughs> you know like they're like holy fuck they all forget about Claire like instantly just about you know like it is it is just suddenly like whoa like easy again with a great jacket and he's like literally just like oh my goodness like and like i i don't blame him I, if i was them i would have been the same i would be holy fuck that is amazing that like <laughs> you know like of, of all things like you have no idea what's going on you don't know if you're going home oh there's gonna be a new bachelorette what Tasha? oh you know like holy fuck so and like and just from the moment she steps in the door, like, she just starts laying on the charm. Like, in, like, she's so, like, sweet. And she's just like, oh, look at all of you. You're so all, like, literally, she just goes up to all of them. She's like, you're so hot. You're like, you're so good looking. Like, you can tell Tasha's like, you know, quarantine's been having her feel in some type of way, too. Like, she's like, god damn, I haven't, like, been within six feet of a dude in weeks. Like, so she's like, yes. You know, like, she's like, come on, well, I, you know, we all have needs here. So she is like just laying on the charm. She's talking about how excited she is to be there. Like she, she's doing the exact opposite of Claire too, right? Like Tasha's being like very energetic about like, I'm excited to meet you guys where Claire was sort of like, I'm excited for you guys to meet me. You know, like Claire made everything about herself in like, and I understand like you're the bachelorette, like the show is inevitably all about you, but like, because the show is inevitably all about you, like it means you don't need to emphasize that the show is about you. Like it's much more like charming. It's much more like enjoyable. Like if you're going to kind of be like, I want the show to be about us. Like I want it to be about me meeting you guys because like, I'm here to meet you guys. I like the whole point of the show is to find love for the contestant. That, I, I mean, this is a, you know, love's a two-way street. Like, it has to be, like, that you have to put in the effort, too. Like, not just the, not just all the contestants. Like, you as the main bachelor or bachelorette have to put in the effort. Otherwise, obviously, you're not going to find love. Or you're not going to find something that's substantial. So, and she's, like, and, I mean, she's just looking, like, drop-dead gorgeous. Which is, like, no surprise. Uh, I think she has, like, the world's greatest eyes. Like, she is like just unbelievably like stunning in 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 just every way right so she, and she is just like i i wrote this down like three times just polar opposite of claire in in just like every possible way like just so engaging um and then like some of these guys are like oh you know i just i just don't know if i can flip the switch like i i was really into claire and i'm like really i mean what how like how were you really into claire like she was fucking useless like she didn't do it like she made no attempt to like allow you to make get like to have feelings for her. like how on earth did you become so in entombed in like claire that like you're actually looking at taisha right now and like being like well i just don't know if i can flip the switch like i'm like what switch what switch was flipped in the first place there's no switches flipped like what so but i feel like it's like i don't know it's kind of like this bullshit uh like and so 
then all of a sudden they're sort of like, well, now it's going to get a little bit crazier. And you're like, wait, what? Like, you know, Chris kind of grabs Tasha and he's like, hey, you know, while we we're here. And they're like, what's what's going on? And then like a limo pulls up and he's like, well, we're bringing in a couple more dudes because there's 16 guys left. Right. So they bring in a couple dudes. They bring in four to to make it a, a nice even 20. First guy comes out, Spencer, water treatment engineer. I'm like, oh, you know, like actually that's, yeah, I mean, obviously, you know me, I like the engineering job. So I'm like, oh, that's a cool job. Like very good looking guy, seems very relaxed. Like seems like, you know, Tasha's is really into him right off the bat. And and I get it. Like he's a very attractive dude. Like and and he kind of has like this very nice, like sort of like demeanor to him as he comes out. And then he goes in and like just kind of like looks at everybody like in this way that's just like the shit eating kind of grin. And he's just sort of like. Yeah, so uh, which one of you scared off Claire? And, like, it was so fucking funny because, like, it, like you, it was just, like, the ultimate, like, either he read the room and knew exactly what he was doing or he just didn't read the room at all and just complete, like, all these guys were just pissed. And then they're like, well, how many more are you? And, like, he's like, well, I guess you'll just find out. Like, it seems like they're really playing him up to be a fucking asshole. So it looks like we may have our villain. It seems, you know, it wasn't totally clear. We didn't really have a villain prior because, like, Dale was not a villain. Like, Dale was just somebody who got, like, stuck up in whatever Claire was doing, you know? Like, but, like, now we have, like, a villain. Like, our classic villain of, like, this person is just a fucking cock, like, when they're not around, you know, the the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. So... Then we got Montel, who had a great jacket, by the way, gym owner. That's cool. Uh, the other two, I honestly didn't even write their shit down because I was just like, I I can't kind of keep up with this. Anyway, so Spencer comes in to be like, and and it's just like very clear, like he's going to be the villain. And and so Tasha, like kind of, you know, he kind of pulls Tasha aside early. Everyone's like, and, and this is where again, like everyone's like, you know, villain card, like, well, we were here first. And we should have, and it's just like, well, yeah, I mean, but like, you should have like, you know, tried to pull her aside sooner than like, that's, you know, kind of on you to, to some degree. And like, he pulls her aside and they're having a good conversation again. Like there's, there's going to be this, uh, Jacqueline Hyde kind of classic villain thing where like when he's with Tasha, you're like, wow, he's charming. He's nice. He's fun. Like he's relaxed. And then when he's with the guys, it's like, uh, he's just a fucking asshole. So then I like I think that far and away the best interaction is with Zach, uh, Zach C. Right, that like after after that where they're kind of sitting at the fountain and he kind of pulls like the like you know coin flip into the fountain to make a wish and like if they end up together they'll tell each other the wishes. Like was the smoothest thing, like by a long shot. Uh, I I mean like. I, I thought that was such a good move. Like, absolutely nails it. And, like, and then she has, like, a, I think a good conversation with Riley and kind of, um, you know, and Jason's kind of like, well, I just don't know if I can do this and blah, blah. <clears throat> and so you're, I, I felt like Zach was clearly going to get this rose. And, but she gives the first impression rose to Spencer. And you're sort of like, well, I feel like Zach kind of more deserved it. I mean, Spencer seemed like they were kind of hitting it off, but like, you know, whatever. But then she's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm canceling the rose ceremony. And it was like, well, I guess I don't know how much that that rose does for you since no one's going home now. But it was such a good move by her, right? Because it's, uh, it's funny because we've had like two rose ceremonies through like five episodes, which is just whole, like absurd. Um but also, like, it's a great move because how, like, I, I get that usually the show starts off with, like, right, there's going to be that rose ceremony at the first night and some people aren't ever going to even get the chance to talk and they're going to get sent home. But I think especially because you've got these 16 guys who have, like, been there and, like, they have to transition. It's a very awkward spot. Like, that it it, it kind of sucks, like, to send them home in a situation where maybe they didn't get the opportunity to talk to Tasha that night given that they've kind of gone through prior to this. So, and then you got these four guys who, I I mean, I guess presumably have been like quarantined for fucking weeks, right? Like, are, have they just been sitting there waiting, like 
sitting there waiting, like, as, like, break glass in case of emergency? Like, how long have they been fucking quarantining just waiting for this moment? So, you gotta give them a little bit of time, right? I mean, so, she cancels the ceremony. It's just an overall great move. And then we kind of cut to, like, the a sit-down with Claire and Dale, which I guess would have been filmed, like, very recently. And it... I, I mean, there's been rumors that they're not together, but, like, it, obviously, it, as as it goes, like, on social media, it, it looks like they're together. They make, it, make it look like they're still together and whatnot. And they are, you know, kind of, I mean, Claire, Claire comes on and they bring Dale on and, like, they're kind of, you know, they're sitting with each other and whatever. Although, it, it definitely does look like Claire is into Dale and Dale is not so much into Claire. But like now he's sort of like, I don't know how to get out of this. And they're kind of talking. And again, Chris is kind of like, well, did you guys talk beforehand? No, we didn't. Um, Okay. You know, I don't think that anybody really believes you, but they're like, oh yeah, no, it, de- it definitely didn't happen. And, and like, oh, they're so happy. And, and then you sort of like, well, you know, what's in your future? Like marriage, what? And like, and she kind of just throws out their babies Which, like, this is the thing, too, when it came to everybody, you know, wanting to be a contestant with, like, 39-year-old Claire is, you knew that this was going to be the, like, immediate next step. (laughs) Like, like, this was going to happen before marriage, uh, you know, in terms of, like, this, as far as the priorities go, this is number one. Like... Because as I, as I was saying earlier, where she's feeling like the shot clock is going down, this is the shot clock she's talking about, not the marriage shot clock. Like she wants babies. She's thirty nine. She has no children yet. Yes, she is. And so, like, that's why I was like, I, I mean, Dale's whatever thirty one or something like that. So that's like not an unreasonable age uh, at all for him to kind of like. But it 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 was sort of like of. If you're going to commit to doing this thing with Claire, like, you got to realize, like, it doesn't require conversation to realize, like, she's going to, like, immediately want babies. So, but, like, you just see the look on Dale's face, like, ooh, that is, that is not what I'm looking for. And, I I mean, I I get it because he's probably feeling that way because he's like, uh, yeah, we've been together, like, five months or whatever at this point, six months, something like that. So... But I think that that's going to be quite the butting of heads. And I, I think that Dale just like Dale might knock her up and then them just like not, you know, stay together. Like, uh, honestly, I, I at this point, I think that's what I, I just don't see how this I, I just don't believe that there's any way in which this relationship like actually works out. I think it's no, I think it's dead in the water. I, I don't. I I just. I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I don't think anybody sees it happening. I mean, if it does, good for them. Like, that's, obviously, that's a good thing. But, like, I, I just don't, I, I don't know. But, so then we get out of this awkward interjection, and then we're back to, like, Taisha and, and the guys, and, um, you know, again, we're gonna do, like, competitive sports, whatever, and it's gonna be water basketball, which... I thought was a hilarious idea, though, just because, I mean, they're really hammering home this whole, like, getting guys in, in you know, shirtless and whatnot. And I get it. Like, they're all, they all have great bodies. Like, I can tell you one thing. Like, I, there's no chance I would be a contestant on uh, The Bachelorette because I do not have the stomach. Like, I mean, literally, my stomach is not, uh, my stomach would not be welcome on uh, on, on that show. Yeah. <laughs> like uh I don't quite have the dad bod, but I'm more I'm more of a dad bod than a six pack, that's for sure. So <laughs> you know, that's uh that's 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 certainly not gonna happen. That's I, I told uh, I told my girlfriend, uh, you know, I told Alicia, I was just you know, I'm like No, you don't have to worry about me uh ever get, getting on that show. <laughs> like that that is that is not a show for my body type, right? And and so yeah, they all look good. So like yeah, get them shirtless, whatever. And um, and while you're at it, might as well do a montage of Tasha in bikinis because holy fuck, they were hammering home Tasha in bikinis. And uh, I think everyone in the world would like. I think I can speak like this may have been the most unifying moment in the world right now. Is we were all here 
for Tasha in those bikinis. Damn. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a single person on the planet who wasn't like, whoa. Damn. <laughs> like, damn. So they, you know, they have like the, the basketball or whatever. And it's like, it, it's, uh, it, it goes exactly as you'd expect. There's like this comp- competition back and forth. Spencer's kind of playing this uh, villain role still. And he very much so like seems to, for some reason, have found found Riley to be the person that he's going to come after. And so he uh, comes after Riley and, you know, they have a back and forth. And then at one point, Riley just fucking elbows him in the face, which was hilarious. And then, of course, they over-dramatize. Oh, are you okay? Like... It's like his lips like barely bleeding. Like they're bringing out the fucking medical squad to go check up on him, make sure he's all good. But um, yeah, it, it was it it was really quite quite funny. And so then afterwards, like they have the the cocktail party. Like well, like then it's like the winning team gets to like hang out with her, and so you know Spencer's team and whatever they they win, they're hanging out with her, and then they'll have the cocktail party later where everybody gets to hang out. So, you know, um, in, in that cocktail party, Riley kind of starts coming back after Spencer, calls him lunch meat, which is fucking hilarious. I thought that was a, uh, that was an excellent way. He's like, well, you know, where I come from, we call guys like you lunch meat. I thought that was hilarious. I'm, I immediately texted some of my friends and I was just like, Hey, just so you know where I come from, uh, we call you lunch meat. I think it's an amazing line. And so, uh, and actually kind of surprisingly, I guess, from the cocktail party, uh, the group date Rose goes to easy, which I, I mean, I, I like easy. I just, uh, I didn't, I guess I didn't see a whole lot there that sort of, you know, would have led me to believe that he was going to get that Rose. So then we have our first one-on-one it's with Brendan and Brendan's another one, um, who's, Similar to Ed, if you had told me he just came on the show, I'd believe you because I had no idea that he existed prior. And so she, Tasha rides in on a horse. They're going to go horseback riding. And, you know, they're going to have a, which is actually a really cool uh, one on one date, uh, I would say. And so I, I think Tasha said it was her first time. I know Brendan said it was his first time uh, horseback riding. So that's pretty funny. That's that's certainly got to be um, a little, I, I guess, uncomfortable. I, I mean, I, I started horseback riding when I was like, what, I don't know, six, like, you know, seven years old or something like that. I, I rode a horse for the first time. So uh, I, I'm very comfortable with it, but I would imagine that that is one of the things like as a first time uh being on like a date like that where you're kind of nervous would really not be like ideal but like i guess maybe it could like turn into something though because like that could be i guess maybe that could be like a a fun thing Uh, but so they go horseback riding chris is out there slinging drinks kind of cock blocking brendan a little bit and uh it's funny at one point brendan's like how your butt cheeks doing mine are sore which for the, any of you who have not ridden a horse before, uh, especially if you haven't ridden a horse for like a significant period of time, like if you've done it for like 10 minutes or whatever, maybe you won't notice. But if you ride a horse for like 30 minutes plus, uh, get like, especially if you're not used to doing it, your uh, ass cheeks and thighs will be on fire. It it, it really does take a lot of, of work um, in your legs to kind of properly ride a horse. So... I thought that was pretty funny, and and so uh, it's it like a hilarious, like how are your butt cheeks doing? And I think a lot of people might have been like, "What?" But yeah, no, it's actually it it it'll get you. So they're having this nice date, and they they sit down to have this, you know, their dinner, and and uh, I really like Brendan's. Like I I I don't love to use this word uh, very often, but I. I you know, actually, I'm not going to use it. I'm going to use a, a better word. I'm not going to use vibe. I'm, I like his demeanor. I like his, he's very calm. He's very kind of like relaxed and cool and fun. And, you know, just like, 
it like he's fun in this sort of like very calming kind of way you know where you just feel very like you feel very like open and 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 chill and like not on edge at all and talking to him and so they have a really nice conversation and and you know brendan's kind of like hey you know i i mean clearly right brendan I obviously didn't watch Colton season or, or perhaps even, you know, clearly is not really kind of, you know, uh, familiar with Tasha. And so he's very nervous about the fact that he had uh, been previously married and, and divorced and, and kind of, you know, that, that can be a kind of an awkward thing to have to say, especially, you know, you think about their age, you know, like late twenties and, you know, that feels kind of like this, you know, mark of shame type of thing that, you know, it's, it's not, but you know, there, it feels like there's a stigma around it a little bit. And, and so he's very nervous about that. And so he tells her and, you know, for those of us who know Tasha, we're kind of like, well, that's, that's actually pretty crazy. Cause yeah, Tasha obviously we, we know when she was younger, got married and, and, you know, later divorced. So, it was kind of a wild thing that like that connection kind of occurred there. And they, I think they had a great date. I, I thought that like, they had a lot of fun. I thought like the chemistry seemed there even prior to like them having that commonality about, um, having been previously married. And I, I think to, you know, it was respectable. Like, right. His, his big thing was that he wanted to have kids and, and who he had married, uh, she felt otherwise. And, and I think that it was like, um, I think it was also like really mature of him and, and, and smart for him to kind of be like, you know, right then is sort of like, you know, kind of while we're on this topic, I mean, how do you feel about kids? And it, it was funny too, because, you know, Tasha's like, oh yeah, I, I, I definitely want kids. Like, I really want to be a mom and, and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I probably want more kids than you'd know. And like, you know, and he's like, well, what are we, what are we, you know, working with here? And she goes five. And you could see the look on his face where he's sort of like, he wanted to keep cool. But you could kind of see in his eyes, he's like, ooh, five. Whoa. <laughs> that's a, that's that's quite a few. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't like a number where he's, holy fuck, you know, it's not like it's like eight, but like five or he's like, ooh. Okay, yeah, yeah, five. Okay, you know, I like, had to, kind of had to like digest that one a little bit. And, and so, but I, I thought that it went really well. They had the fireworks show. Tasha talks about how she feels like she could marry him. And and it, I, I think it was a, an excellent uh, date. And, and I'm really, I, I'm excited to kind of see if that relationship kind of continues. Because I, I think I'm pulling for Brandon after that. I, I really like Brandon and I really like Zach C a lot. So um, it, it, it's really refreshing that like we're actually getting a chance to meet some of these guys because I think they're actually like you know they're they're pretty awesome. Oh, and I, I did overlook by the way that Jason just kind of up and left, and he was just like, oh, I can't do this, and I was just, it was like, I liked Jason a lot, and I'm like, come on, man, you gotta, you gotta get over it. It's like Claire, come on. But anyway, so that's how it kind of tails off, and and that's my dog chewing on a toy. Um, if for some reason he hasn't chewed that toy in like a week or two, but he felt like he needed to chew it right then. So, okay, I see what you're doing. So that that's uh, that pretty much wraps up the episode. After that, that one on one is how it kind of ended. So you know, another episode, no rose ceremony, and uh, we'll see how it goes in, in episode six. All right. Peace out. Thanks for listening.